Hey, 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 what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Back At You with Brandon. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm so glad to be doing another episode. I had taken last week off just because I was still acclimating to my new job, and I hadn't made a YouTube video in a minute, so I wanted to focus on doing that. And I've been trying to be more productive and, like, clean my room more thoroughly. Like, as far as I just had a lot of clutter and shit I didn't need and, like, didn't use. And, like, stuff from, like, my old apartment and just, like, random stuff I had that I don't even know where it came from. So I focused really on, like, cleaning all that out. And I even built a shoe rack that I bought from Amazon And it looks so good. And it took a lot more time than I thought it would. I thought it would be relatively, like, easy to put together. And although it wasn't complicated, it was just a pain in the ass to put together and wasn't cooperating with me in a lot of instances. So it took a couple hours, but we got it done. It looks good. My shoes look great on it. I even have some extra stuff on it. And I love it. It turned out amazing. So that's what really I was focusing on last weekend. And I spent some time with some friends. And I might also this weekend, but I have more free time. So I wanted to do another episode and like keep doing these weekly. And then also I am filming a vlog as well. And I have the camera set up. And so just to use some footage for that because I'm trying to do more vlogging and be more consistent with YouTube. And, like, I'm usually not a vlogger. It's the thing. Like, that's not really, like, my thing I do. I kind of just do, like, random videos or just, like, challenges or I talk about a certain topic or specific videos. Never really just vlogging. So this is kind of new for me. Let's move on to some discussions about shows and whatever because, I don't know, what do I want to talk about today? I really want to talk about, you know, of course, reality TV, but before I get into that, I, I like, this may be a little late, which, I mean, it's a week since it happened, so it's not that late, but considering all the people who have probably already talked about it, it's late, but that Euphoria finale was chaotic in so many ways. Um, I want to start off by saying that I thought it was, I've said this before on the podcast, you know, this season two of Euphoria, a bit underwhelming if you ask me. Like, was I watching every week? Yes. Was I enjoying it? For the most part. But it was just kind of like, it it was like, it was just like so much happened, but nothing happened. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like, dragged on but then ended so abruptly like the finale is where I feel like so much was happening and now it's the finale and we're probably not going to get a new season for another couple years but with that being said this finale was very chaotic and it kind of annoyed me in a lot of ways because it was the continuation of Lexi's play which I like Lexi's play again I wish they would have just shown her play kind of and stopped like derailing it with like weird aesthetic artsy montage type things like I don't know I just uh. but anyways we got to see Cassie crash the play and that was a mess in itself where she was just like yelling at Lexi and like saying you're a bystander and I guess I'm the villain and it's like yeah bitch you are the villain 
You are. But okay. However, it was great seeing Maddie finally be able to, like, call her out and, like, beat her ass when she slapped her on the stage and then threw her head against the wall. <laughs> that was too much. That was that was wild. Um, But amazing. But with that, okay, so they show that and then they, like, move on and we don't get, like, to see what happened next for, like, another 30 minutes. Like, I'm sorry, I don't give a fuck about Nate and his dad and that whole situation where he, like, brought a gun and they made it seem like he was gonna shoot the dad, but really he just called the cops on him and got him arrested. Like, I don't give a fuck about any of that. And fucking Elliot, Elliot, that song, look, the song was fine if it was just, like, a minute of him singing. But he sang for, like, five minutes. And it was just too much like you don't do like on a finale you're gonna waste like five minutes on some bullshit song that nobody gives a fuck about meanwhile like has elliot told rue that him and jules fucked i don't think he did and i don't think jules told her so hmm. and now you're just like singing and just being all like i i don't even remember how it went it was just so stupid oh my god there's a bug um was so dumb. So dumb. And then, like, I, I don't know. Like, it was just, like, those parts annoyed me. The ashtray and fez of it all. Devastating, I have to say. However, I'm like, ashtray, and I, I realize he's, like, 11 or 12, but I'm like, why are you gonna drop the ball so bad and stab that guy in the neck? Like, why would you do that? Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like that one girl, is her name Chloe? The one with the big lips? She was, like, trying to help them out. And it seemed like it was kind of working. Like, her boyfriend was, like, freaking out. Even though his phone was, like, tapped or whatever. He was, like, freaking out. But then when Fez was like, Ash, no. Ash still stabbed the guy in the neck. And then it was just all downhill from there. When Ash was in the tub and having a shoot-off, I had so much anxiety. I just, like... Like, him just, like, in the tub. And there's, like, five of the other guys, like, shooting at him. Which was what confused me again, too, when Ash pretended to be dead. And then when they opened the door, he, like, shot the one guy. And it's like, did you think there was only one, like, shooting that whole time? And just, like... And then, like, he ends up getting shot and dies. And I saw in some interview that it was supposed to, I guess, be Fez that died. But then they changed it on the last, like, the day before. Which I'm kind of glad they did, and I want Fez to be alive. But that's still sad about Ashtray. And then it just ends the episode with Rue walking off and talking about how she stayed sober until the end of the school year, or throughout the end of the school year. So we're definitely going to get a time jump next season. But overall, I don't know. I just, like, a lot happened. It was crazy. A lot of emotions. But... Overall, severely underwhelmed by the Euphoria finale and the Euphoria season two as a whole. And I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion, but I said what I said, and I stand by it. Um, with that being said, let's move on to some... Uh, is there something else to talk about? Not really, no. I'm trying to think, like, pop culture-wise. Is there anything going on with celebrities? But... It's the same old shit. I, I feel like I say that every episode, but it's true. Like, it's just the same shit. And, like, people I don't give a fuck about. 
Uh, so let's move on to reality TV. So there's lots to talk about with reality TV this week, so let's get started. So let's start with The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, because they just had the reunion part one, which was fine. I didn't think it was that great. I mean, the trailer didn't make it seem like the reunion itself was going to be that great. But I thought it was okay. You know, Mary didn't show up to the reunion and very disappointing because I feel bad kind of because, you know, Mary has her flaws, but how she was done by some of the other girls like on that last trip, like I didn't appreciate. And then Jenny throwing the glass at her on the finale was just such bullshit. And none of the other girls like took up for Mary And, like, even if you're not Mary's friend or you're not really getting along with her, like, Jenny throwing the glass was wrong. So you could have at least, like, checked on her. Like, they could have done that, but nobody did. So she didn't show up. And she had told Andy it was because she didn't like how people were talking about her church. And she didn't like when Whitney called her a predator. And Whitney was like, well, I tried to talk to her, but she didn't ever want to talk to me and didn't afford me the respect. And it's like, yeah, Whitney, because you're fucking annoying and you were drunk every time. And that's what she was saying. She was like, girl, you're drunk. Can we talk when you're sober? But like, it just wouldn't happen. Like, I don't know. Like, Whitney's so stupid. Like, I can't with Whitney and I can't with Heather. Like, look, okay, as you all may know by now, if you've listened to my podcast before, I am a Lisa Barlow stan. With that being said, I'm a self-aware Lisa Barlow stan, so I can call her out when she's wrong, but, um, Heather truly is obsessed with Lisa. Like, it's weird. Like, she really is counting Lisa Barlow's in her sleep. Like, And it's just because she goes so hard for Lisa about everything. But not only that, she finds ways to turn, like, conversations into coming at Lisa. Even if it has nothing to do with Lisa. It's the most bizarre thing. And, like, they were talking about, like, that charity event situation and Angie and, like... Heather was talking about, like, oh, Lisa, well, you called me a Lego man. And Lisa was like, no, I didn't. I was sent a picture by Angie, who called you the Lego man. And when they show the text message, you you can clearly see that it was Angie sending Lisa the text and calling Heather, like, oh, cast reveal. So, like, and... I guess, I don't know, Heather's like, well, we saw the text, so that's how we know. And it's like, yeah, but Lisa didn't call you it. Angie did. So what are we doing? And then when they were talking about Angie, and Heather was like, yes, we are good friends with Angie. And she's real, unlike you. She gets yachts and pays for them and owns them. And she has all this luxury, a life you wish you had. And we are enjoying the spoils of it, me and Whitney. And it's like, Good for fucking you, Heather. You're just, like, bragging about how much of a user you are right now. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you trying to flex right now in your fucking awful Mother of the Bride dress? I can't. Your Macy's dress. Get lost. I can't. Heather is so lame. I can't with Heather. Like, I just, I just can't. I, mm. And you know what? 
They really were coming at Lisa hard this reunion, which some is warranted. I'm not going to lie. Mostly, honestly, Meredith it's warranted because although I don't know about Meredith, she's not my favorite. What Lisa said about her in that hot mic moment was very fucked up. So I understand Meredith being very mad at Lisa. The others, not really so much. But I did appreciate Meredith this reunion, not her outfit. But, you know, her ability to call people out. And she really read Jenny for filth when she was like... Because Jenny was trying to... What happened? Jenny was trying to call her out about something. Or, like, call her out because Meredith didn't defend Jenny to Mary. Even though, why would she? But Meredith was just like, well, why would I? Because you've been coming at me all season. And she, like, gives a laundry list of all these things Jenny said about Meredith that was, like, shady or just, like, messed up. And Jenny was stuck on stupid because, one, she is stupid. And, two, because Meredith was right. I have to say, although Jen's dress was hideous, her makeup looked great. I thought her hair and makeup were great. She looked very pretty. And um, it still amazes me that she's literally, like, (laughs) she just seems so calm and, like, all this, but she's literally being charged with all that shit and is under a lot of, like, like, she's going to jail. Like, she has to. Even though her trial was pushed back, I think, to June or July, and it was supposed to be in March, which is why they started filming season three early, but now it's pushed back even more. So I'm like, are they going to wait till season four or are they going to just have like an extensive filming season? Because that's like another three to four months. Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess they could film that long since they started pretty early. Like, but I don't know. It's crazy. But it also amazes me just like, again, how all the ladies are mad at Lisa for stirring the pot, which they all do. And Whitney does arguably, I think the most. But Jen's literally, like, scamming the elderly, allegedly. And nobody is saying anything about it. And also Heather. Let me get back to Heather, because she's just so, uh She's like, she can forgive Jen for calling her Shrek. Because it was just a bad joke. But Lisa laughing, potentially, at someone calling her a Lego man. It's like the end of the world. I, I can't. It's just so stupid. The reunion was fine. The set was uh, interesting, to say the least. It was like, there was like a fishing thing in the middle. It was just so, it looked like a bad winter wonderland. And I don't want to visit it. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much it. Let's move on to Summer House. So Summer House this week was kind of intense. Because last week ended with Danielle telling Sierra and Paige... That Kyle called Amanda a bitch and said that um, the only thing they have in common is Loverboy. Paige is disturbed and starts crying because she has to tell Amanda this and she's like in the wedding, like she's a bridesmaid and she's just uncomfortable. Which is how I feel like the whole house probably feels about Amanda and Kyle because they clearly hate each other. And, but they get mad if anyone talks about their relationship. So it's just, they're stuck in like this limbo where it's like, they're really fucking annoying and people probably want to talk shit about them. But if they do, then they're like made out to be the bad guys. So everyone's really been walking around eggshells 
with Amanda and Kyle. But the next day, um, the girls pull Amanda aside to the pool to tell her what Kyle said. And it gets very emotional. All the girls start crying. Paige is just like, I just, like, want you to be happy. And I feel like I shouldn't have to have this conversation with you. And you should just be happy. And if I had someone who, right before we got married, said we only have our job in common, I'd be like, oh, my God, why did you say that? And, like, whatever you choose to do, I just want you to be happy. And, you know, it was a lot. But you could tell, like, you know, the girls all care for Amanda. And Amanda starts crying. And basically, Maya jumps in and is just like, look, I was in your situation. I was engaged for five years. She was crying while saying this. But I don't feel like doing a crying voice anymore. But, um, you know, I, like, got to a point where the relationship just wasn't healthy. And I had to leave. And all this. And Amanda just basically breaks down. And it's just like, you know, the pandemic was hard. We kind of put our relationship on the back burner. And focused more on Loverboy. And all the girls are basically just like, we want to see you guys happy. So, like, we're not telling you what to do. We're not saying, oh, leave him. Oh, break up. We're just saying, like, we support you. We just want to make sure you're good. Kyle's seeing them all talk through, like, he's in the house. And I think he, like, knows what's going on. Um, he eventually makes his way outside and is just like, what are we talking about? And Amanda's just like, oh, they told me that you said the only thing we have in common is Loverboy. And he's like, oh, you know, it's been hard and like all this and like it's been like five or six years and doing all this stuff and da 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 da. The same old excuses he gives every episode. But Paige says something to him like, look, you know, when you guys get married and like sign that paper and whatever and have the wedding... That's not going to change anything. Like, you're still going to have the stresses. You're still going to have the same problems. Like, so, I don't know what to tell you. They're, like, talking, and then Amanda's just like, sometimes you're an asshole, Kyle. And then the girls are just like, we gotta go. Paige is like, uh, we should eat a bagel. And they walk away. Kyle and Amanda have their moment. Kyle starts crying. And then they later on kind of, like, break down with each other. And it's just, like, our friends are noticing we're not happy. Like, I just want our friends to be happy for us. So we just got to do better. And so the weekend ends. But Kyle has, like, a FaceTime with his mom. And he basically just seems very annoyed with the girls. Because he felt like they tried to have, like, an intervention with Amanda to call off the wedding. Even though... They didn't really. They were just, like, really trying to be good friends and, like, check on them. And they even said, like, we don't hate Kyle. We just want you guys to be happy. But that ultimately leads to his birthday party at the end of the episode where he gives this tragically awkward speech where he's, like, drunk and he's basically just being like, we don't need people questioning us. We need support. And uh, I really don't need the peanut gallery right now. And like, oh, this, da, 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 da. And Amanda's just looking like, Kyle, this is your birthday. Like, what are you doing? This is so awkward. And she's just like disturbed. She ends up walking away. And then the episode ends. But I do want to talk about Paige and Craig. Um, hmm. So, you know, I thought, and maybe this will change in Southern Charm and in the new season of Winter House they're filming. I don't know. But I thought I was going to like seeing the origins of their relationship. And I gotta say, Craig sucks. And I mean, it's not that shocking because again, I watch Southern Charm. I've seen how he is. But he's just like, so, like, he's the worst. Like, 
at the bondage party, they're texting, and Paige mentions having, like, playing this makeout game, and she made out with Andrea for, like, a second. And he calls, and he's just like, well, I can't come to the house now. Like, you understand. Like, I just can't. Like, that's just awkward. I don't like that. And she's like, you're living your fucking life. Like, I just found out about Kristen and all this. And he's just like, I'm sorry. I just can't. And da 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 And then he hangs up. She starts crying. And then, like, the girls are trying to be like, fuck him. Don't let him make you cry. And I'm like, Paige, get it together. Why are you crying over Craig? Like, what? It was just insane. And it's just like, uh, like I get they're playing like this game where it's just like they're not making it exclusive, but like they don't like when the other hooks up with anyone else. But then it's just like, then become exclusive, like be in a relationship. Like, what are y'all waiting for? Like, what's going like, I don't know. And it seems like maybe next episode they will, even though I saw a sneak peek and he's basically saying like. You know, we don't like it when we hook up with other people, but I don't think we should be exclusive right now. Like, we should be soon, but not now. And it's just like, why not now? Like, I don't know. It's so stupid. Also, in the sneak peek, uh, Maya does clarify to Kyle, like, at the party, like, hey, I know you just gave that awkward-ass speech, but just so you know, we weren't trying to get her to throw the wedding off or, like, call off the wedding. We were just trying to, like check in on her and make sure she was happy so he does end up apologizing to all of them but it was still pretty awkward um but yeah Paige and Craig uh I hope it gets better they seem good now I don't know on social media but social media could be a lie so I don't know I guess we'll just have to wait and see but um what else happened this episode um not that much yeah not much um, next week, though, Austin does. Oh, yeah, Lindsay! She finds out, like, how many eggs she has and all this, and that was a really good moment. She finds out her eggs are 28 years old, so she's young in the ovaries. What was it she said? It was, like, Botox in the face, young in the ovaries. Something like that. Something funny. But, um, when she finds out, and she's so happy because she always wanted a family, and now she's, like, finding out that, you know, she might not have to rush as much as she thought, and she can, like, take time, and she still could have the family she's always wanted. So, that was a great, wholesome moment. We love that. We love Lindsay, and we love Lindsay and Danielle. Um, however, I do have to say, I like her and Carl together. I do, but I got my eye on them. They post a little too much on social media. And that might be, like, a stupid thing to say, but I don't know. They're just laying it on thick in social media. And I, I, don't, I don't know. And, like, I, I like them, but this might be unpopular, too. But, like, I just don't see them as... I, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta see them together on, like, the show to really say, but... I don't know if I see them together in the long run. Maybe. I, I don't know. Um, TBD. Um, with that being said, Austin comes to the summer house next week, which is terrible. Um, hate him. But it starts the whole Lindsay Austin and Sierra drama because Lindsay's like, I think Austin is going to stay in my room. And Sierra's like, he's not staying in her fucking room. Are you kidding me? And then at whatever party they have, Austin and Lindsay are making out. And it's just a whole mess. And I'm just thinking to myself, 
Y'all really about to fight over Austin Kroll. Disappointing. Um, anyways, let's move on to the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Now, Jersey's been great this season. This season, this episode picks up on, they're at the shore, and they're at Jennifer's shore house for some dinner, but it was supposed to be Teresa's dinner that she hosts, but she ended up storming out because she was annoyed that the girls were going to talk about Louie because of that weird video that surfaced. But also, like, his exes are coming forward and talking about how much of a narcissist and, like, abusive he was. And Teresa doesn't want any part of it, and she, like, freaks out on production and storms off. So the ladies arrive at Jennifer's, and Teresa's not there. And Jennifer lets them know how Teresa stormed out, and Melissa kind of figured it was going to happen because Teresa texted her earlier that day, like, hey, don't talk about Louie on camera, have my back. And Melissa told the other girls, and it's a whole mess. But Teresa and Louie do end up showing up, and she gets into it with Marge, because she feels like Marge is trying to, like, come for Louie and all this stuff. And I gotta say, is Marge kind of overstepping a little bit? Maybe. But Louie, it, it is red flags, and Louie's a fucking creep. Like, I'm sorry, Louie gives me the ick. I can't with Louie. He looks fucking weird. And I just, like, that whole video was fucking weird. And then he ends up lying when he talks about the video. Because he says it was to a girl that he knew, like, the relationship was bad and needed to end. So that was him ending it. But in the video, he was proposing to the girl. So he's already lying. And I just didn't like how he was, like, talking to Marge and Teresa in that moment. Like, yes, Teresa was being annoying and wouldn't shut up, but when he was all, like, two ears, one mouth, like, be quiet, I was like, ooh, it was something about the delivery and just saying that, I was like, I didn't like it. They have their moment, whatever. But then Melissa and Jen start to get into it because of the whole Instagram fiasco that happened when Jennifer called their family crooked but Jennifer rightfully points out girl you started that like you made a post coming after me and I retaliated but Melissa just feels like oh like you took it too far and like what are you even talking about da, 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 da. like Melissa's like playing dumb I don't know and then however Jennifer does call Joe Gorga a little bitch girl um which was funny because she was talking about how, like, you came for me in that post, and then your husband was getting involved and commenting under the post, and it was just like, what was the point of you guys coming for me? Melissa charges Jennifer, and she, like, has her arm up and, like, her hand, like, she's gonna point in Jennifer's face, and all Jennifer does is kind of, like, grab her arm, like, don't, like, get in my face like that, like, back up. And then everyone, like, freaks out, like, Jennifer hit her or something, like, don't put your hands on her, like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Like, you put your hands on me. And it's just like, no, you charged her and she grabbed your hand that you were going to put in her face. Like, it wasn't, like, that serious. And also, you shouldn't have charged her. Jackie ends up turning on Jennifer, though. And it's just like, I'm done with her. Like, I can't believe she put her hands on Melissa. And then Jennifer goes off and it's just like, fuck you anyways. You're fake. You said that my husband put his dick in someone else. And Jackie's just like, because he did. And I was just like, oof, look, I don't agree with Jackie turning on Jennifer for grabbing Melissa. 
However, like, that comment was in defense of Jennifer because she was basically saying, like, hey, like, everyone feels bad for Bill right now when Marge revealed what Bill did on the show. But really, I feel bad for Jennifer because he shouldn't have done that. So it's being taken out of context. So I don't agree with Jennifer being mad at Jackie about that. But I don't agree with Jackie about turning on Jennifer for what happened with Melissa. So Melissa, Marge, and Jackie end up leaving Jennifer's. Teresa and Dolores stay behind. And they're all talking about it. Melissa is mad that Teresa stayed behind because she feels like it's hypocritical, which it kind of is. But they're honestly both hypocrites because Teresa is always saying to Melissa and Joe to have her back, like with Marge and just in other situations. But Teresa also never has their back. They actually all just never have one another's backs, but gets mad at the other person for not having their back. And it's just like a cycle. Like they all just shouldn't expect the other to have the others back because they're not going to. The next day, what is it? Melissa has this pink party. Jennifer's not invited. And they're just like talking about what went down. And everyone's talking about how like, oh, I can't believe Jennifer put her hands on you. And it's just like, again, like she grabbed your arm because you were charging after her and like was invading her space. It wasn't like she punched you. It was so stupid. But the next day, Jennifer and Bill are at their place and Jennifer kind of goes off on Bill a little bit and is just like, you know, you just stood there and like didn't have my back at all. And like, this is about you. Like, this is all like, there's all this shit coming out with your affair and like, you can't even have my back. And now this is giving them ammunition to like say that you didn't have my back. And it really did, because all the girls the next day are just like, oh, Bill is so over Jennifer. He didn't even try to defend her. He, like, was silent and just walked away. And I honestly, at this point, I do feel bad for Jennifer. Because, like, you know, I don't think she was wrong in the Melissa situation. And Bill is really, like, not being there for her the way he should. When a lot of this drama now is because of him and the affair he had. So it's just a mess. The episode ends with Joe and Melissa getting into it with Teresa because they feel like Teresa, again, should have had their back when Jennifer called Joe a little bitch girl. But she's like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, who cares? And it's just like, okay, Melissa, or okay, Teresa. If anyone, like, says anything about Louie, you flip out or they try to ask him a question, but you're going to say that's not a big deal? Like, I I don't know. And, like, although I agree with Joe and Melissa, they also never really have Teresa's back all that much. Like, at least not consistently. So, I don't know. She ends up storming off. And she's, like, upset and crying because she doesn't want the family fighting. And, um, the episode ends. Next week seems kind of eh. It seems like the husbands are gonna come after Bill, though. And, like, try to tell him, like, oh, your wife sucks. Like, what the fuck? And it's just like, what? why are you saying that to him? Like, what's going on? And then he, like, walks away and Evan's like, get lost. And I'm like, damn, Evan. Like, I, I mean, like, I get Evan maybe being mad at Jennifer because, like, she tried to, like, look into, like, if he had an affair or not. But, I mean, what the fuck does that have to do with Bill? Like, I don't know. It's just too much. Like, I feel like that's not right. With that being said, that's pretty much it for today's episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Back at you with Brandon, Twitter at Back at you Pod. 
Um, what else? So yeah, just like, you know, listen to me on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, anywhere that podcasts are streaming, rate and review. Give me five stars. Come on. And also, I'm uploading the episodes to my YouTube account as well. And that's a B-Lord AF, B-L-O-R-D-A-F. And so if you want to listen that way. But thank you all so much. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.